Well, hello everyone. This is Rebecca Keener. It is April the 17th, 2020, and wanted to come to you tonight and pray some more in Psalms. I, I was reading and just kind of meditating this morning in, in the book of Psalms and was reading Psalm 51, and the Lord just kind of put it in my heart to pray that out with you tonight. So if you want to get your Bible and follow along, or if you just want to just sit and listen, that that is fine too. So just wanted to take a moment to pray with you. I hope you all have had a wonderful day today. Um, despite all that we see going on in the world today, and and I um, just want to continue to lift up those of you who may have been impacted in some way with this coronavirus, maybe um, you have had it yourself, or maybe you know someone who has, or maybe you've lost a loved one, or maybe lost a job. And so all of that is just um, very, very devastating loss that we want to we want to pray for you. We want to pray with you. We want to stand with you. So if you would, please, if you have been impacted in some way and would like for us to lift you up in prayer, if you would uh, either send us a little email or a note on this podcast, there there's a place where you can send us a note, or you can email me at Rebecca at alwaysmoretv.org. And we'll, we definitely will lift you up in prayer. And um, I'm in prayer several times a week with my, my parents and our Always More TV prayer team pray, prays together on a regular basis as well as um, other prayer uh, intercessors that I pray with. And we, we want to stand with you and, and to lift those needs up. But Psalm 51 as I was reading along this morning, is a prayer of repentance. And I'm reading out of the New King James Version. And um, the, the, the uh, header on this says, It's a psalm of David, King David, when Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone into Bathsheba. And really, David denied his sin um, until Nathan came and confronted him. And he, at first, really denied what he had done until Nathan confronted the sin. And at that point, David became broken in his heart. And I thought, you know, that's so much like all of us. And I know uh, each of us maybe have reached a place, a crisis point in our life where we have come to recognize the sin in our life and needed forgiveness and needed to repent before the Lord and needed Him to cleanse us. And that was a place that David was in as he wrote the Psalm 51. And so um, this is a wonderful prayer of repentance. And I was thinking it's a wonderful prayer for us even globally as we repent here in the United States of America and around the world um, before God and just ask for His intervention. According to Second Chronicles 7.14, and we've you know, prayed this verse and quoted this verse many times. I know you know it by heart. If my people, my people, um, 
who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and I will heal their land. And so, you know, we see God's hand moving across the globe even now. So many things are coming out of this uh, coronavirus, this plague. Um, devastating things as well as many blessings and his promise to us is that he will cause all things to work together for our good that that somehow somehow we don't even know miraculously how he does it but he so weaves our life together like a tapestry and he's able to give us beauty and to bring beauty out of devastation he Isaiah said it like this that he gives us beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning and so we just uh, believe that if we will just continue to stand with a broken and a contrite heart and in repentance and stand in proxy for our nation that he will heal he will heal our land and he will see us through and we trust him and we know that he will do it and he is doing it even as we speak. So David wrote it like this in verse 1. He said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. And let's just all pray this together as we're reading it. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. And just say that with me tonight. Lord, blot out my transgressions. And I thank you, Lord, that when you blot out our transgressions, they can't be read anymore. They can't be seen anymore. There's no record. They're thrown as far as the east is from the west, never to remember them anymore. Then David said in verse 2, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. And we thank you, Lord, you were bruised for our iniquity. And any iniquity in our bloodline has been cleansed through the finished work of the cross. And we can, we can stand upon that promise. Verse 3 says, For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you and you alone, you only, have I sinned and done this evil in your sight when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know your wisdom. And we know that all have sinned, your word says, Lord, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need a Savior. We all need to bow in repentance, Lord, to you. And so we humbly do that this night, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that in the hidden part, in our spirit, man, you will give us wisdom. And Lord, I was meditating on that verse today in James, the book of James. It says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of me, and I will give it to him liberally, and I abradeth it not. I don't hold it back. I thank you for that, Lord, that you're going to give us wisdom in the midst of this battle, Lord. Whatever it is that each individual is facing, Lord, we just thank you. We receive. We 
I ask for and give you praise for wisdom, Lord, tonight in Jesus' name. Thank you for wisdom to know what to do, where to go, what to say, what not to say, where not to go, Lord. You'll give us wisdom, wisdom to know those that are uh, dealing with financial issues, Lord. I ask for you to give them wisdom in their inward parts. Lord, those that need wisdom to know about what to do to maybe even make a mortgage payment or bank payments, Lord, give them wisdom, I pray in Jesus' name. Maybe those facing health issues and you just don't want to address them or go into a doctor because of the situation, Lord, give them wisdom to know how to handle it. Give them favor with the doctors to know what to do. And Lord, heal their bodies. Give them miraculous healings. Miraculous from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. I pray in Jesus' name. Verse 7 says, Purge me with hyssop. And we were meditating on that um, over the Resurrection Sunday and how some of the last words that Jesus said from the cross was, I thirst. And so they lifted up a sponge that was dipped into a sour wine and, and lifted up to him with hyssop. And so David was prophesying even then about our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that it takes a living Savior to purge us, to get everything out of us that's not like him. So, Lord, we just thank you for that, that you you purge us. You get things out of us, Lord, that are displeasing to you and not helpful in life and destructive to others and destructive to ourselves. Lord, purge us, we pray. Purge us, Lord, with everything that's not like you. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Make me, he- make me hear joy and gladness. Make me hear joy and gladness. Lord, we thank you that once you wash us, once you purge us, Lord, our ears are clean to be able to hear. Our ears are anointed to be able to hear joy and gladness. We can hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We get all the junk out of us and all the things out of us that are displeasing to you and contrary to your Holy Spirit, it frees us up to be able to receive your joy and your gladness. And so, Lord, I just pray that for whoever's praying with me tonight, Lord, my dear friends, I ask for the joy of the Lord to be your strength, for his gladness to flood you now, for you to have a merry heart that doeth good like medicine, for you just to begin to just bubble up and well up with laughter, 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 joy, gladness, like never before. And we give you praise for that, Lord, in advance. It goes on to say that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And Lord, we pray that for ourselves and we pray that for America and we pray that for every country, that you, the heart of the country, the heart of the nation, Lord, 
the heart of the home, the heart of the family, the heart of the church, the heart of the community, Lord. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, O God. Say that with me if you would. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And we thank you for that this night, Lord, that we're going to have a steadfast spirit, not a wishy-washy spirit, not a double-minded spirit, one day following you and the next day doubting you and in disbelief and and in just drama and tears and and just up and down emotionally on an emotional roller coaster, we say no to that in Jesus' name, that we are steadfast. Everybody say that. Put your hand over your heart and say, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for a steadfast spirit within me. In Jesus' name, amen. I feel that. I pray you do too. Verse 11, do not cast me away from your presence and do not, oh dear Lord, lift your hands to the Lord if you would right there where you are and say, do not take your Holy Spirit from me. You know, above all else, everything else in my life, that would be the one thing that I want to cling to eternally is the Holy Spirit of the living God. Amen. We need Him every hour. We need Him more than our next breath. We need the Holy Spirit. Just begin to invite Him right now into your life. Just say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, come into me. Holy Spirit, baptize me. Holy Spirit, don't leave me. Stick with me. Stay with me. Be my paraclete. I need you, Holy Spirit. I lean upon you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are my comforter. You are my standby. You are my strength. And you will see me through. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're my leader. Amen. Isn't that beautiful that David knew the Holy Spirit? And he penned that in verse 11. And then it goes on to say in verse 12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. And Lord, I just thank you that you are restoring joy right now. Even as we're praying, God, we just, we lift our hands and we just receive your joy, the joy of your salvation. That that time, that first time we ever said yes to you Jesus and we we invited you into our heart and we that feeling that we felt and I remember it like it was yesterday Lord I remember where I was sitting I remember the situation many of us praying now remember the joy of this our salvation and so Lord we just receive that joy this night in the midst of a plague in the midst of economic issues and problems and loss and devastation, the midst of death, in the midst of a wicked, wicked world, Lord, we can stand before you and we can we can rest assured that we can hold on to your joy, that is our strength, and that you will restore it unto us. 
I thank you, Lord, that 2020 is the year of double redemption. Double redemption, that you are redeeming not once but twice. Joy, you're redeeming salvation. You're redeeming lives. You're redeeming, God, um, dreams. You're redeeming your spirit. Where people have walked away from you, Lord, there is double redemption. And I thank you for that this night. Restore the joy of your salvation. I'm praying, Lord, for someone tonight who may be listening and they have backslidden. They have they have walked away from you somehow. You've just stumbled across this podcast. I'm praying for you right now that you you're the one that David penned this verse for, that, that God will restore to you the joy of your salvation, that you'll remember how wonderful it is to follow Jesus Christ and to live for Him, and that you'll walk back toward Him, that you'll run toward Him, and that you will allow Him to embrace you and to fill you and to guide you and to lead you and to blot out your transgressions, never to, to be remembered anymore. Amen. Amen. And then verse 12 says, And uphold me by your generous spirit. Thank you, Lord, that through this storm, Lord, you are upholding your saints. You are upholding your people. You're upholding every single one of us with with your wonderful, generous spirit, Lord. That you're not you're not stingy. That you you don't hold back, God. That that you liberally bless us, lavishly bless us, lavishly love us, Lord. And we receive that tonight in Jesus' name. Verse thirteen. Then I will teach transgressor, transgressors your ways, and your sinners shall be converted to you. And I thank you, Lord, that sinners around the globe in every country are being converted to you right now. Even as we speak, God, I'm praying for people who are lost, people who are in darkness, God, people who are in horrible um, gangs and crimes and involved in darkness and witchcraft to come to know you as Lord and Savior, that they will be converted to you this night in Jesus' name. And I want all of you praying to set your faith in agreement because Uh, Whatever we agree upon in Jesus' name, it shall be done. So we're agreeing that we're going to hear reports of sinners around the world who said, I came to know Jesus. I had a Damascus Road experience just as Paul did. And Lord, we thank you for this, that in the millions, in the millions, people will come to know you as Lord and Savior. And verse 14 says, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God the God of my salvation. And Lord, we do pray this this night. And my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. And Lord, we do ask that for our lips, our mouths, that we'll speak forth praise. We're not going to complain. We're not going to murmur. We're not going to groan. We're not going to be in strife with our family. But Lord, we want our lips to be laid on the altar and to be used to praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Father. Verse 16, For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. 
You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. And so, Lord, we do just humble ourselves before you. And we come before you with a broken and a contrite heart for all that we see that has gone on in our lives, in our families, in our communities. Lord, maybe things that we've just kind of turned a blind eye at and said, well, that's just how it is. That's just the way it is. But Lord, we recognize that it's up to us. It's up to your children to repent and to turn from our wicked ways and to take a stand for righteousness. And so, Lord, we just repent right now and we come before you with that broken and a contrite heart for the sins of ourselves and the sins of our nations. These, O God, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. And we do pray tonight for the peace of Israel and Jerusalem that we might prosper. We just ask you, Lord, just to pour out your spirit in Jerusalem. Pour out your spirit on Israel. Pour out your spirit upon all the inhabitants there and all of the friends there, Lord, and those that are the apple, as your word says, the apple of your very eye. And protect them, Lord, we pray. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offerings and with whole burnt offerings. Then they shall offer bulls on your altar. So, Lord, we just come before you tonight with a sacrifice of praise, the sacrifice of worship, the sacrifice of a broken and a contrite heart. We ask you, Lord, to cleanse us, create in us that clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Cleanse our nations. Cleanse the United States of America. Cleanse the White House. Cleanse the Congress and the Supreme Court. Cleanse our governors. Cleanse our mayors, our county commissioners. Cleanse our law enforcement. Cleanse our military. Cleanse the Pentagon. Cleanse, Lord. Thank you, Father. You're doing a thorough work and you're blotting out our transgressions as we are bowing and coming before you around the globe, Lord, night and day. The prayers are being lifted up as an incense before you, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that you are listening. You are turning your ear toward your people, Lord, as we pray. And you're pouring out your healing balm of Gilead all around the globe. And Lord, we just lift our hands to you. We receive your healing now. We receive your restoration. Lord, for those who have had suffered loss through this, I just ask you, Lord, wrap them in your arms. Wrap them in your arms, Lord. I pray, Father, that they will feel your presence, feel your comfort. Know that you are there and you will guide them and you will lead them through this time. Lord, for anyone who has lost a loved one, I pray extra special care and comfort for them. Oh, God, let them know how much you love them, I pray in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, that your love would overwhelm every family, every home, overwhelm my home. Lord, the people in my home, 
Oh God, we don't know everything there is to know about your love. We've not prayed every prayer there is to pray. We've not experienced everything there is to experience in the Holy Spirit. There is always more. And so, Father, we expect to learn more of you, to grow more in you, to serve you more, to come into a new intimacy with you like we've never known. We thank you, Lord, that when we come through this season, this time, we will be even more humble. We will be even more broken. We will be even more blessed. We will be even more joyous. We will be even more kind. We will be even more loving. We will be even more like the Holy Spirit. We give you praise, Lord, for all you are doing. I pray every person tonight will rest in you. And God, I ask for dreams and visions to come upon our beds, even in the night, Lord. Let those that are listening and praying tonight, you said in Joel 2 and Acts chapter 2 that you would pour out your spirit. The old men would dream dreams. The young men would see visions. The young men and the women would prophesy so lord we thank you that our our children our grandchildren are prophesying and speaking forth the mysteries of god they are speaking forth your word and declaring your word all over the earth i thank you lord that this covid 19 is over we declare it over we declare businesses back to work We declare your prosperity. We declare your healing. We thank you, Father, for it, that it is done. We thank you that we have the victory, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you praise for all of this, Lord. We thank you, God, that you're doing a great work. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for tuning in and praying along with us. And we'll just continue to pray as the Lord leads, the Holy Spirit leads. And if you have any special prayer needs, please let us know. It would just be such an honor. I hope that our Always More prayer team will be able to pray together on Monday. And so it would be wonderful to have your individual prayer needs to be able to pray with them. And you don't have to put your whole name or we we don't have to disclose any of that. You know, we'll be uh, confidential, discreet with any prayer requests. But we do want to stand with you. And I do want to encourage you, please, during this time, hold on to the Holy Spirit. Meditate on the Holy Spirit. Think about the Holy Spirit. Study the Holy Spirit. And one way that you can do that and just kind of keep that word going is tune in. Always More TV, YouTube. And we've got all the past programs there on the Holy Spirit. And every single bit of that material that the Lord has given me over the last year, we were able to, God blessed us to be able to go in and record it at the studio there at WATC in Atlanta. It's relevant 
to everything we're going through right now. And the reason why it's relevant is because the Holy Spirit is the greatest person walking across the earth today. And He is omnipresent. And He is the one that Jesus sent. He said, Jesus said, it's expedient that I go so that the Holy Spirit can come and He can be with me right now talking to you and he's with you he's he he has that ability and it's a miraculous provision that god has made through the finished work of the cross and so the more you think on the holy spirit the more you invite him the more you entreat him the more you praise him the more you um, give place to him and we recognize him he is more real than you and I. He's more real than our next breath. And the more we come into that realization, and and I'm just beginning to learn, there's so much more that we want to know about Him, um, the stronger we get because He is our strength. He is our strength. He is our comfort. So I just want to encourage you to do that. I know it will bless you. I pray the Lord bless you. We'll be back again to pray on Always More Prayer. God bless.